Welcome to Mulder Was Right. We are a podcast that talks about conspiracy theories and alternative facts. My name is Curtis. I'm Joe. I'm Brendan. And I'm Sakif. Introducing Joe. Welcome, a new challenger. Alrighty. Uh, So I've got a topic for you guys this week. Unfortunately, it's kind of a downer. It's kind of bad news. Uh, Bad news bears? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys really want to hear about it. Are are you going to make us cry with this one? I mean, that's that's up to you. I don't know how you're going to react. Crying would be somewhat reasonable. Uh, I mean, is it as is as bad news as like current affairs with the uh, the whole Trump and North Korea thing? Because that's mean, that's really bad news. I guess you could, like, I guess technically, yeah. I guess technically, it's the worst news. Oh, so you know, like I talked about AIDS. That was pretty sad. How how bad could this be? So oh. we're probably all gonna die around the end of September. Um, of why this year. do you say of that? Of this year, like this coming September. Why? Okay. Why? Um, uh, I I am struggling for words right now because um, well, I guess you're gonna give us that information. So, I mean, I could be wrong. It's possible nothing's going to happen, but I've been reading a bunch of stuff on the internet, and um, I mean, you know how that is pretty much factual. I mean, basically, no one can lie on the internet. Yep. Is it? Is it? Is it one of those things where like the world was supposed to end in like 2012 and then it didn't? You could say it's 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 similar to that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. I'd say start writing your wills, uh, but we're actually all going to die. So it doesn't matter if you write a will. You can't really bequeath your couch to the void of space. Um, Oh, man. Now, the question is, do you really want to know why we're all going to die? Or does that even matter? Um, Uh, I might get a little uncomfortable, but for the sake of the podcast and for our friendship. You think we should do this episode? We should do this episode. Because, I mean, if we're going to die, dead's dead, right? We could not, but, like, let's do it anyway. I mean, if we don't do it, I didn't prepare anything, you didn't no. prepare anything, you didn't prepare anything, nope. so... I'm actually running we're on kind some of, pretty uh, low sleep so right now. This podcast might die, then. We're kind of we're kind of shit out of luck. The podcast will die if everyone dies. Yeah, that's true. Okay, anyway, I guess I'll tell you about it, because we're sitting around, there's nothing else to do. You just sit around. All life is is waiting for the world to end and fucking around. So, um... Did you guys know there's a secret planet in our solar system? Um, can you tell us about it? Because this sounds is it, is awesome. It, is, is it Pluto? I was about to say, is it Pluto? <laughs> it, it keeps going back and forth. Is it or isn't it? Pluto, well, it just went away, and then it wasn't. Like, it was a planet, and then they, it was no longer a planet. Weren't they talking about making it a planet, or classifying it as a planet again? Well, people have been talking about that since it got declassified as a planet. No, I mean, NASA was talking about getting reclassified. NASA d- isn't the one that decides. Well, there's like a council, there's like an astrological council? council that, that you, talks you about an, these You things. answered my question. I, that, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, and they, it's, like, uh, it's like an international council, and they are the, actually the ones who declassified Pluto. And I'm pretty sure about this. I could be wrong. Um, and, they, and they met, and they decided based on like three criteria um, that I don't remember what they are. Uh, that Pluto is not a planet. So they're just like the Empire from Star Wars then, right? Space fascists? 
Yeah, they basically blew up planet with a big laser. Sweet. Blew up Pluto. Did I say blew up planet? Yeah, you just said blew up planet. Well, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I, I know that one of the criteria is based on size. Because Pluto is, is now classified as a dwarf planet. Yes, one of them yeah. is based on size. Some of it I, is based on um, girth. Probably it's like orbit. Don't say girth. <laughs> Don't say girth on our podcast. You can't just say girth. You can just say girth. Uh, yeah, because because Pluto sometimes it's it's actually closer to the sun than Neptune is. Sometimes it's uh, really it, Neptune is the farthest. Oh, that's right. Planet because um their uh, their orbits actually cross, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's possible they could run into each other. Um, but anywho, Curse, tell us about the secret planet. Anyway, uh, the secret planet is called Nibiru, uh, though it's also known as just Planet X. Okay, I've heard of this I, actually. I've, I've heard of Planet X I've heard as of well. It, yeah. Right, and so um, it's roughly okay. Sorry, ahead, Sakif, you have I, a question? I, I missed that because uh, my uh, what was the planet okay, name again? Nibiru. N i b i r u. Oh, I got that. What was the other uh, name for it? Planet X. Cool. Uh, planet X. Planet X. Originally, the term Planet X was to describe. Um, there was an early astronomer in the eighteen late eighteen hundreds or early nineteen hundreds that um was observing some weird motions of um Neptune and Uranus and thought that there was another planet out there that was pulling on their orbits. Um, Turns out it actually wasn't Pluto. Um, The planet he was looking for didn't end up being a planet. It just ended up being something peculiar about their orbits. Um, But that's where the term Planet X originally comes from. And the uh, conspiracy theorists today have adopted it um, to also describe Nibiru. Okay. But anyway, Nibiru is roughly four times the size of Earth. So it's, it's fairly sizable, but it's not... Um, it's not like a gas giant, whereas like Jupiter is like a hundred times the size of Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. Um, but what you're saying is that this is solid. This is it's a real planet. Um, sometimes it's kind of described as a like a star. Also, it's it's kind of a, just a mysterious big thing in our solar system that we can't always see. And there's a couple reasons why people say we can't see it. Um, one of them is that it moves strangely throughout the uh, solar system. We have a question, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I just want to make a bad joke here. Oh, last go ahead. time, Last time I checked something that's big and that we can't see, uh, last time I checked, John Cena is not a planet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we can move on from that from that really bad joke. We can call this planet John Cena if you'd like to. I would I would like to Let's call it John Cena, John Cena for the rest I'll of the I'll call podcast. it John Cena sometimes, but I've titled the episode Nibiru, so I feel like it'd be confusing. All right, so yeah, it's I, okay. So okay, it's, so Nibiru also known as John Cena. Cool. Codename John Cena. That's what I was going for. <laughs> codename John Cena, codename Planet X. Um so some people say it's just always on the other side of the sun. Uh, some say it just moves really weirdly through the solar system, so we never see it. Um, and some there's even there's a theory that it's not even in the solar system most of the time; that it just like sort of passes through every once in a while. Um, though a really popular theory why we never know about it is that 
NASA is tricking you into thinking it does not exist because NASA is very mean. Those damn dirty NASA's. Yep. NASA's. It's all NASA's fault. Yeah, it's always NASA's fault. I mean, we literally talked about that last week. Yeah. Uh, many Nibiru believers have posted images of what they believe to be Nibiru on the internet. Uh, often it looks like some light in the sky next to the sun. Uh, and in fact, now that I think about it, these pictures of Nibiru really look a lot like lens flare. Um, but that's just silly, right? There's no way That'd somebody on the internet Curtis. would mistake lens flare for a planet four times the size of totally. Earth, right? They're, That'd be they're a completely credible source. Right. It totally has to be Nibiru. There's no way it's just a lens flare. I mean, no way lens flares come out blue and circular. Yeah, they, there's like, no way they'd ever sort of look like a planet in the sky. I didn't go to four years of school just to find out that, that lens lenses flares, did something. Lens flares are actually a planet, no. <laughs> So now that we've established that Nibiru is definitely not fictional, uh, what's the issue here? Like, so what? Nibiru is here. Okay, it's it's a planet. Mm -hmm. Is there is there life on it? Uh, do we know anything about it? Is it habitable? Uh, well, the big issue is that Nibiru is actually the thing that's going to kill all of us. Oh, um, are you talking? You, you probably guessed that. Sorry, I thought it was like our savior, like the planet no. Green Lantern logo. No. Are you are you talking something like Nibiru? like crashing into us like a giant meteor. Well, let's go over that. Let's see how is Nibiru going to kill us all. Um I again I want to talk about does it really matter how we die? Um cuz death's kind of binary. You're kind of just dead once you're dead, right? Does it matter if you get your head cut off or if you get your shot in the brain or if you just die from oldness? Well, according to a lot of religions actually, suicide is very frowned upon. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be getting into that in a couple weeks actually. Ooh. Okay, well, this is so definitely not going to be suicide. It does matter how you die. So Sky Monster doesn't care if a planet hits into you, though? No. Okay, cool. No, no, no. <laughs> Unless you are somehow like yourself and also the planet Nibiru, this won't be suicide. Okay. Well, we're boats. Could we also be planets? It's, I mean, it's not outside the realm of existence that we could be an entire planet. Okay. I mean, it was like that Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Right. Like, I was a planet. He was a planet. I mean, there's also, you know, the, um, the Mandela effect, you know, multiverse theory. We could all be planets in another universe. It's true. There could be little people living on us. We could all be in a big game of Marvels going back to Men in Black. <laughs> and really, in a way, there are lots of uh, bacteria and whatnot that live inside of us, and you could classify that as, you know, an entire life system living inside of you, and you could be a planet in that sense. Yeah, little people. So, uh, see so if you mentioned Nibiru smashing into Earth, um, you kind of hit the nail on the head right there. That's that's one of the main theories as to why Nibiru is going to kill us all. <laughs> right, straight out of Final mm -hmm. Fantasy VII. Big boom, all dead. No more hot dogs. Everything's gone. You name it, it's hurtling through space. Or it's just, or it's like really destroyed, be... right? And yeah, it just or doesn't or exist. And for the record. Um, if I ever own a car dealership, I want my slogan to be, you name it, it's hurtling through space. <laughs> okay. What's your, what's your car dealership going to be called? I Curtis? just like throw shit in the space. Uh, Winston, <laughs> That's the name of my car. Winston car Ormus car dealership. Winston, Winston Ormus. <laughs> Winston Ormus just throws shit in the space. <laughs> so although this 
is violently catastrophic and undesirable. Uh, this first theory isn't really much to talk about. It kind of says it there all up front. Um, Nibiru just smashes into Earth, comes out from behind the sun, ruins everything. Um, we all die. Uh, luckily for the podcast, though, there's a second theory that is intricately more complex. All right. Before we move on to number two theory, okay. I have a couple questions. Yeah, here. you got it. One, do we know when this is happening? It is supposed to occur. The current date, I believe, is September 23rd. September 23rd of this year. Of the, yes, the coming September 23rd of okay. 2017. Uh, thing number two, or question number two, I guess. Bear with me. Why don't we just build a team of drillers? And these drillers, they know how to like get through rocks and everything. Um, let's say on the teams, maybe like Bruce Willis, uh, Ben Affleck. Uh, and we send them up into space, we put them on the planet, and they blow it up. Well, because obviously someone's going to try it. One of the crew members will try to sabotage it to begin with. It's true. It's true. Um, Bruce Willis may not make it back. That's true. Uh, but and he'll save his daughter. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Er, like, <laughs> turns out uh, Elizabeth Taylor is, in <laughs> fact, uh, Bruce Willis's daughter. No in real way. Life. In, in real life. Wow. And so... And so Ben Affleck is not going to be uh, well. Currently, he's not with anyone. I don't believe he was with Jennifer Garner, but That's now true. he's not. So well, because Bruce Wayne's not with anyone. He's Batman. Because so. because he's with Elizabeth Taylor. Anyway, <laughs> that was the plot of Armageddon. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, I also like the idea of us getting a giant robot and charging Nibiru as we yell, "My drill is the drill that will pierce the heavens." Ah, uh, yes, yeah, some Gurren Lagann yeah. for you non-Animu fans. <laughs> anyway, Curtis, <laughs> let's get into this far more interesting theory. I'm sorry, just one more quick thing. We send a lot of celebrities to space in our podcast. We we've do. D- we've done Tim Allen. We've now done Bruce Willis. Well, Tim Allen kind of is space. I think we did. We realize no, he's the commander of the U.S. space fleet, right? To be fair, we have only sent people into space who have already been in space. That's true. We're just sending them back. So not Neil Armstrong. So not Neil Armstrong. <laughs> Or Buzz Aldrin. Or, but don't let him hear you say that. <laughs> or, or the third guy. Mike or something. Or the third guy. I feel bad for forgetting his <laughs> I, name. I, I do too. It was Mike something. Because he still did something really astounding. He did. And <laughs> does not deserve to be forgotten. But oh well. <laughs> he was not a guy to stand on the moon, so. Welcome. Uh, so, what's Nibiru going to do to us if it doesn't just smash into us? And if it doesn't just smash into us, how is it really going to mess up our days? Is it, um, is it like an alien species that comes and, you know, declares war on the entirety of Earth and kills us all? Almost like Mogo, the Green Lantern. No, it is actually um, a little bit weirder than that. Um, at least I think so. You might not think so. The second theory states that Nibiru will not impact with Earth at all but merely pass nearby it. And this will trigger a series of events generally known as the pole shift. Yes. So are we going to have an ice age? Um, short answer, no. Okay. So uh, like polarity we... reverse, like, you know, like magnets, po- um, compasses pointing the opposite direction and... Um, oh, like the so much more complicated. The magnetic field of the earth, that. like just... Like compl- so much more complicated. Yep. Yeah, so, that would be that would be the least of our worries if our if our compasses didn't work. 
there is actually a real thing that is thought to have occurred on Earth um, where this, the magnetic poles kind of switch yeah. every so often, every like millions of years, um, and doesn't really have any effect on the geological conditions of the planet. Um, that is not this theory. It's okay. far more extreme <laughs> than that is what you're saying. Correct. What we know about how the, this pole shift will unfold comes from a Wisconsin woman named Nancy Leiter. Leiter has been informing the world of its impending doom from Nibiru since 1995 when she founded her website, Zeta Talk. Apparently, Nancy obtains all her information about Nibiru from gray aliens called Zetas. When Nancy was a child, the Zetas implanted something in her brain that allow the Zetas to speak to her directly. So a very credible source is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. It's, it's a, literally aliens yeah. that are telling us this through Nancy Leiter. Okay. Um, and the aliens were really worried about us. Uh, and so they told Nancy all this stuff so that she could tell us about everything Nibiru is going to come do and how it's going to mess, mess up our day and make us have a bad time. I don't, I don't see what's wrong with this picture. I don't, I don't, I don't, she's just a normal person who now can speak to aliens. It's yeah, really legit. She's preaching the good word of the space folk. Exactly. I don't, I, I don't see the issue. Okay. So the, the logic here is that Nibiru is approaching Earth and Nibiru's gravity uh, messes with Earth's gravity and makes Earth do, start doing some weird stuff. Um, and so Earth's going to go through some motions here and they're, Really weird, and um, I'm going to go through them. This is how Nancy Leiter's uh, website, Zeta Talk, uh, this is how it describes the pole shift and the phases the Earth will go through. So the first phase, as Nibiru is approaching Earth, is called nine-day severe wobble. Very scientific. Mm -hmm. As Nibiru approaches Earth, it will cause Earth's North Pole to tilt all the way away from Nibiru so that Earth is completely on its side. Then Earth's pole will rebound so that the North is facing Nibiru and then back again. And so it's just going to wobble all the way one side and then wobble all the way back the other side and then back again and then back again and keep doing that for nine days. So if we truly have a flat Earth, that's not going to bode well for us. Right. We'll all fall off. Yeah, exactly. There's... There's nothing protected. The, the, the ice walls won't protect us anymore. There's a, there's a lot of conflicting theories going on <laughs> I mean, right now. The dome will keep us contained, won't it? We'll just, we'll just slap against the, <laughs> the Truman Show dome on the side. <laughs> so, so, so going off that, I have, I, I have a couple questions here. So I can't feel the Earth spin. I, no no you, one can really feel wait, the Earth can't? spin. Correct. Except for except for Joe. Yeah. Um. But I'm assuming that if the if the Earth is violently moving that quickly for nine days, I'm assuming that we'd probably be able to feel that. It's it's not clear how quickly it's tilting back and forth. Like if it's fucking going crazy or if it's kind of like, hmm, you know, if it but takes it's... twelve hours. I don't know if it takes twelve hours to do this tilt or if it takes twelve minutes. You know what I'm saying? Right. But but, but like for. But like 12, 12 hours is still a lot of movement for something where where we feel little movement and and like like we we spin around for a whole year and the Earth also spins day night, but like 
I feel bad for people with vertigo when this happens. Yeah. Ooh, that will suck. I'm assuming we'd be able to feel this. That's all I'm saying. Well, and then if Nibiru really is, you know, like, if it does pass through us, you know, like, whatever side... Well, you said Nibiru's four times the size of Earth, right? So, I mean... Theoretically, it's not going to cover the the entire. It's not going to cover the entirety of the Earth in shadow, but it would, you know, because of its size, I'm sure it would cover a large portion. So, we would notice right now. Nibiru is is not in front of the sun, so oh, that's why we're so there's about no the shadow age. yet. There's no shadow because it's okay. All right, but so we would like, just it's see like behind the mass. us or just to the side of us. Okay, so we would just see the mass in in through the, through the sky and yeah, we'd probably see it. it. But we just wouldn't see, like, it wouldn't shadow us. Not, um, not at this point. Okay. So, and, and you raise a good question of, like, yeah, the Earth is constantly moving, and, but it's momentum, it's like, it does, the movement doesn't change, and so it's motion that we're used to, and it's the same inertia, um, and this change in inertia, um, if like abrupt enough would just like cause us to fly around and off the earth and stuff like that, um, which would be, which would be abjectly terrible. Well, uh, if it also passed through us, it's, you know, just like how the moon has an effect on, on tidal waves. Um, wouldn't Nibiru being so close to us, like it's, it, it would, you know, affect our grav like the earth's gravity and, you know, that that is that is a part of this, and so I've only described the first phase. By the way, oh, we've we've only gotten to the nine day severe wobble. There's a couple more steps here. How many how many phases are there? Uh, it's it's not really five or six. Um, some of them kind of blend together. Okay, so 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 there are wobbles back and forth, and I think mm-hmm. the idea here of what Lighter is trying to say is that um, you you li- we'll live through this part, and and uh, it doesn't she doesn't make it seem like we're gonna get motion sick just from the Earth tilting back and forth it may be something where you notice like the sun's in a weird place or like the star like you know um but not something you're gonna like everyone's gonna be vomiting from sure but we would um and and we'll and we'll survive that that simple motion actually if on that note if if that did happen and we were wobbling wouldn't that also have an effect on the weather potentially You just broke up a whole lot, Sakeep. We couldn't hear you. Oh, I am. I am so sorry. Let me try that again. Um, if, uh, if Nibiru, like with Nibiru getting so close to us and making us move around, um, wouldn't like, because of how we're, our, you know, like what, like from where we are from the sun, because we keep wobbling back and forth, wouldn't that affect the weather? You know, like, we move away from the sun, so things are starting to get colder. We're moving back towards the sun, so it's getting warmer. Wouldn't we have this, like, intense uh, weather change? Yeah, this would definitely affect the weather. The Earth is right now staying the same distance from the sun, but it's just sort of, like, moving weird. But it's the same distance from the sun. Uh, but, yes, it would affect the weather. Short answer. Um, I do want, I want to get to the next step. It is really strange um because after the earth wobbling severely for nine days it just stops and leans to the left just slightly to the left it just leans this step is called 4.5 days static lean to the left for four and a half days the earth just leans to the left now let me tell you i don't know what this means because the (laughs) left is not a direction in space 
There, she does not give me any perspective that I can look from. She just says, the left. If I'm floating in space... Wait, hold on. My if left you want to describe, If you're like, if I'm like, hey, Joe, where's that star in space? And you're like, the left. That could be literally any direction. Any of, like, the 360 times 360 directions it could be. <laughs> Maybe it's just left from where she's at at all times. <laughs> no, 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 my left. So if uh, if if we're tilted, I mean, the Earth is already on an axis. It's already tilted on an axis. It's tilted a little. Yeah. So like, I mean, what does that entail if the Earth tilts left? I mean, I guess I guess just. Yeah, you've already it's just going to be tilted a little to the left. And it it might not be that much weirder from what we already experience. It's just going to be tilted a little bit in some direction, which she has declared to be the left. It's going to piss off a lot of people with OCD. (laughs) Maybe it's a political thing. Ooh. (laughs) Everyone's just going to be a little more liberal for life. Space is like, get this guy out of the White House. So the earth so the earth wobbles for 9 days and then the earth stops wobbling uh, for four and a half days. Then uh the north pole will start to tilt away from both the sun and Nibiru for two and a half days. And after that there will be 3 days of darkness. Um so again I I do not know how the entire Earth is supposed to be dark for three days. It did not specify. It doesn't specifically mention Nibiru eclipsing the sun, though that's the only way the entire Earth could be dark for three days. All it clarifies is that the Earth will tilt its North Pole away from the sun, and it seems to me like the South Pole should still get some sunlight then. Sure. Oh, well, okay. Sorry. I got it a little confused in my head for a second, but actually this might still make sense. Um... The North Pole's going to tilt away from the sun, but the South Pole, wouldn't that just kind of like cause the South Pole to, sh- to point more, cl- more towards the sun? Yes. That's, so that's we what would, I'm saying. That's so what we said. would inevitably have a melting of the ice caps. It's only for three days, but yeah, yeah that would, it would create some warmness in Antarctica that it hasn't previously experienced. Okay. So it could be... As well as a plethora of other bizarre weather patterns. Right. Global warming. <laughs> yeah. I mean... For th- I mean, it may be three days, but, you know, with that, like, with that, like, change in, you know, temperature that, like you said, the Antarctic has never experienced, that could potentially just melt the entirety of the, of, 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 you know, of the South Pole, right? It would not melt in three days. There's no way. Oh, is it too, it's just too large for that? Like, there's so much fucking ice. Okay. Yep. But it would be a pretty large portion that we would have a lot more water on the planet, right? Like uh, I mean, like this, that like with what we're getting to, it's all like this is the least of our problems. Wow, really? I figured that would be the problem, but there's so many more problems. Two things: one, the right can no longer say that global warming doesn't exist after this event. True, because we're all being left now. Because we're all being left. Because <laughs> we all being left. Uh, and and thing number two. I feel like the president should really capitalize on this three days of darkness thing and just do the first ever three-day purge. Brendan, that's scary. I think that we've already experienced about like 150 days of darkness or however long it's been since he was inaugurated. (laughs) 
He was inaugurated in January, and it's almost. Yeah, I don't want to actually count the days, but you get what I'm saying. It's just going to be really dark those days. (laughs) So the Earth has three days of darkness. Um, After that, there are six days of the of. It's called six days of sunrise west, which um, just means the sun rises in the west instead of the east for six days. And although. It's been really specific so far about how the Earth is moving specifically. This doesn't actually explain if the Earth is upside down now or if it's just started spinning the opposite direction or why the sun is now rising in the West. It's a very peaceful six days, though. Nothing else is going bad. Right. It's just We're fine. everything's normal. Sun rises the other side. Look, if she had to explain it on her website, it would be a much larger website. And she doesn't want to do that. This website is one of the most thorough and well put together conspiracy websites I've ever visited, though. <laughs> See my point, though? It would have been way, way more. And nobody wants to sit There's and read a lot that. of information about the pole shifts on this website. Left, um, right? And, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, so after six days of the sunrise in the West, there is 18 days of slowing rotation. And this is like the final approach of Nibiru as it, as it's getting closer and closer. And as Nibiru gets closer and closer, the earth is just going to rotate slower and slower. And again, I assume that this is now a completely normal rotation with the sun rising in the east again, magically. I don't know how. Um, and just for 18 days, it's just going to slow down and it's going to slow down. And uh, another thing to point out is if, it's slowing down then each day will be longer and longer. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's 18 with those like asymptotically increasing length of days, or if it's just like 18 18 times 24 hours. Right. Um, it wasn't very clear. Um, anyway. So theoretically, if, I mean, does it ever say that the earth will stop moving? Yeah. Yes. That is the next step. Okay. So theoretically just, a side of the earth will always be day and a side of the earth will always be night. And then the other parts will be like in the middle. Yeah. You like really want to be in the middle. <laughs> once while the earth is stopped. Yeah. That's how it will be. Um, so when Nibiru gets as close as it's going to get, the earth will stop. And this is when the pole shift happens. And like this, all this stuff generally is known as the pole shift, but like the singular event is this. And this is when, like, you entered all the cheat codes and finally everything really happens. Like, you thought everything so far, like, we're get, basically the Earth is just going to be, like, all, like, reset, all new. Um, the, basically, the logic here is that the Earth's core gets confused since the Earth isn't spinning anymore, and it starts fucking up a bunch of shit. Um, because the core is like used to the earth moving. And so the core tries to keep moving, but Nibiru is stopping us from moving. And so there's these opposing forces here that wreak havoc on the land masses um, and orientation of the planet itself. Um, the planet's going to flip back on its side uh, and it's going to ch- move the continents around. Um, there will be a new North and South pole. The North pole uh, will be near the new North Pole will be near what is now the eastern tip of South America. Um, the new South Pole will be at the southern tip of India. And I've mentioned that the continents move around, and I they didn't specifically mention that. Um, 
they kind of allude to it and the continents kind of have to move around because currently those two new poles I mentioned are not on exact opposite sides of the earth. Oh yeah. So they're, they're kind of close, but not, they're not. <laughs> so I assume the continents move. are going to, I assume they actually like took the time to be like, Oh yeah. Oh, that's not quite right. Because it took me 10 seconds to figure that out. Um, anyway, so there will be, uh, uh one main thing is there's going to be massive flooding any area near large bodies of water or rivers will be engulfed. Um, on the website, it says something like, you need to be either 100 miles inland or at least like 200 feet above the nearest source of water or you will be underwater. So go us yeah. in New Mexico. We're going to avoid the flooding. Yes. Um, Am I okay? There will... Uh, I mean, you'll have to check like Colorado things and see if you're near any rivers like big rivers because um, they said rivers the closest well. thing I know to where I live is like a little creek Okay. she mentioned that like y'all watch for that creek like I looked up areas like she mentioned that like literally like the Mississippi River will like flood that huge area so like she said not to discount any even like small amounts of water so if you see a puddle like fucking run I guess <laughs> <laughs> If you have a glass of water in your room, scream. But uh, I mean, I mean, one of the positive things is that we're also higher up, so yeah, that's one of the yes. things too. Yeah. Which, which, Sakif, in Colorado, you are also pretty high. So. Yeah. yeah, I think I think <laughs> <laughs> both both versions of that. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't Marijuana. get high, but um, sure. So there's gonna be a lot of flooding. Uh, another thing is, uh, land elevations are gonna change. Nothing too, too crazy, but some fairly significant changes. For instance, uh, Japan is going to gain about 150 feet elevation. Uh, Spain is going to lose about 50 feet elevation. Um, there's a bunch of other changes. I'm not going to list them all because they're really boring to list off. Um, but they're all about to that degree. There's nothing that's losing thousands of feet elevation or anything like okay. that. Okay, very small um, increments. Of changes. Yeah, so it, on a geometric, on a geological scale, yeah, small increments. Mm -hmm. um, old and current volcanoes will be very active. I'm not surprised. So that makes absolute yeah. sense. She said, if you've if you've lived near any volcano that's been active within the last ten thousand years, you should you should watch out. What about like Yellowstone? Yeah, Yellowstone. Oh, that's oh, that's going but, up, but. Yeah. Zeta Talk specifically points out that Yellowstone will not erupt into a supervolcano. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Got to specify that. It, it, there is a, I, reading the volcano section, it specifically says not Yellowstone. I Sick. think they were Everywhere just being else. hopeful. <laughs> you know, I think that's just them being hopeful. No, this is what the Zetas told Nancy Leiter. That's what the space folks said. This yeah. is what the aliens told her. She didn't make any of this up. Okay, all right. We're going to trust, all... trust the alien source, the Zetas. Yeah. We are going to trust it's... in them. We have it's faith in you, from Zetas. the alien's mouth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or, you know, whatever they used to speak. They're, they're glip-clops, yes. Glip-clops. So, so the, whole, the whole world's going to change. I, I can I can tell. And so climates are going to change. Um, you know, like Antarctica Antarctica is going to be on the equator. Wow. And so you know it's not going to be icy anymore. Summertime it's gonna, fun. It's going to be you know nice and warm. And after after a time, it will develop probably into a, a tropical region. 
Oh, um, my God. Lighter in the website does point out that it will take time for that to happen. Like, it's not just going to immediately be a jungle. Um, there's at least that much sense put into it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm just really excited about the evolution of penguins. And polar bears. And polar bears Seals. and what they're going to turn into. Well, wouldn't polar bears really just exciting. become normal bears at that point? That, that is an unexciting but very realistic standpoint. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. I'm the Debbie Downer here on that. <laughs> to be fair. Polar bear evolves into bear. To be fair, downer. we will not be able to see any of the evolution whatsoever because evolution takes like thousands, thousands, thousands and millions of years. Of years. Yeah. yeah. So unfortunately, we, we won't be able to see that, which I'm kind of bummed about because mm-hmm. I'd love to see a tropical penguin. Well, that's okay, Brendan. Just they freeze kind of... your brain, and then they can implant it into a robotic body when, whenever that's... that happens in the future, and you can live to see mm-hmm. it. That's its own Just conspiracy theory it. or future thing. Freeze yourself like Walt Disney. Yeah. So, oh, that's its own that's conspiracy a, That theory. is its own theory, <laughs> but, yeah. But go on, Curtis. So I mentioned that the Earth uh, stops, and then the pole shift happens. Pole shift happens. Ultimately, the Earth is going to be stopped for 5.9 days. And then it's going to start spinning again. And then life, and then that's the end of it. Life will go on at that point. Sick. If we're um, not all dead. Right. Uh, yeah. It's not, I didn't see what happens to Nibiru after that. Um, I guess it just floats away and goes away. It booped us and then it just goes away. Right. Um, didn't really specifically say, but um, there is, it's lighter is real says that we can survive this and that there are certain locations in the world that will be more apt to survive both either the, the event itself or um, life after the event happens. Do we know anything about the, like what's on Nibiru or anything like that? Uh, Or if, or or if these aliens are from that planet, there's some other like, some other theories that we'll get into in a little bit about what's on Nibiru. Um, Mostly Nibiru in these theories just acts as a catalyst for uh, all of these events and, or like, or for our own destruction. And mostly not a lot of, a lot of people don't care what's actually on Nibiru, which seems kind of silly because that sounds interesting. That is very interesting. Um, Have you guys seen that video? Um, that t- talks about the that that um, what what is it called? It's like um, it's like a disaster um emergency facility, um, and it's like a like they took they took some old like I don't remember what it was, but they took some old facility and they like basically they started building into it, and it's like a safe it's like a safe zone for like world disasters and things like that, um. And, like, all of, like, the billionaires and stuff like that are, like, have, like, bought out. Like, like basically, you have to pay, like, $3.5 million just to get, like, a floor or something like that. And it's, like, basically supposed to be, like, a bunker that's like, that looks like a hat. Like, you know, like, you can buy a whole floor or whatever. And, like, you have all these amenities. It's, like, being in a house and stuff like that. And, like, I mean, that- just bringing that up, I'm, I'm wondering, like, do you think that would prepare us? Or would be safe enough, uh, safe enough for, for the for planet Nibiru's like onslaught. To answer that question, um, I think it's reasonable to assume that taking some sort of cover would assist you in some way. Uh, 
what the website really goes into though is that your location matters a lot so like if you're in a bunker near the ocean like it's just gonna flood and then your bunker is gonna flood and then you're gonna die um so it's probably better to be in a bunker in a safer place um the website also mentions that like society is going to collapse a lot and that a lot of a big threat is just going to be other people who are trying to survive and so then a bunker would certainly assist you so do we know where safer spots are did she disclose that i have a very detailed map because that feels like a very poor choice if she wants to be one of the people who survives but well the earth is fairly large i mean it's true and 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 again she's she's disseminating this information for our benefit yeah yeah but she just left a bunker for herself yeah she's a she's like a very nice person i can tell (laughs) she's very (laughs) kind um so i have here um a a world map and and you can find this on the Zeta Talk website, and it's literally just like uh, custom Google Maps they've made. And you can click on locations, and it'll tell you like what's gonna happen there, and like how safe that's gonna be. And it's like really thorough. Like it's basically got the whole world covered. Um, and you can click on like countries and like states within the United States, and you can click on specific cities also. Um, and and this is kind of why I, this is one of the most impressive conspiracy websites I've ever been to, and it's really kind of interesting. Uh, if you're if you're listening and you want to click through this yourself, um, and see and see what happens to where you're from, uh, so let's let's click on a few locations here. Let's um, see how we're gonna do. So we're in New Mexico. Um, let's read about New Mexico. The desert areas should be considered for an like. This first sentence doesn't make sense, so just keep in mind, conspiracy theorists have not discovered grammar yet. <laughs> the desert areas should be considered for what will remain after the shift, as much as for any other factor. Scorpions, lack of vegetation roots to grow into brush and rock-hard soil. Unless one is planning to live off supplies forever, consider where you place your camp. Desert areas with hard-baked soil and scarce water should not be expected to support a large population reliant upon gardening. But it doesn't say that this area is a bad place to be during the inevitable apocalypse, no. for the most part. Um, can we check Colorado? Yes, we can check Colorado. Um, Do-do-do-do-do! So I can check Colorado. Do you want Colorado generally, or do you want some cities in Colorado? Um, I mean, did you look up New Mexico generally, or did you look up... That was New Mexico generally. Okay. Um, I can give you Denver or Boulder. Um, those are two cities. Let's do Denver and Boulder. I'm pretty close to Which are actually, those. like, they're separate entries. These cities are right fucking next to each other, so I don't well, know how it's, it's really going to change a Boulder's lot. It's because Boulder's the hipster city. Well, Boulder... Um, Boulder and Denver are like, I think like, I don't know. I want to say like 50 miles apart. Right. Which like on a geological scale is nothing. Okay. They're right next to each All other. Right. So Denver is a pop. This is what it says. Denver is a popular city, an airport hub, a spot for winter sports and providing scenery and clean mountain air and water to those situating a vacation home there. I don't know about that being a word. Thus, it does not lack for interest and is already a spot where the rich and powerful will flock when the cataclysm approach. They will consider Denver and Colorado their safe place to camp, but being 
in the main, the type of individual to expect service and attendance, they will not be the best neighbors in the aftertime. Um, if you couldn't understand what any of that said, because it was a clusterfuck, uh, basically what it's saying is this is going to be an okay location, but a bunch of annoying people are going to be there. So Yeah, so I, I got people that. People from Colorado then. So, so Sakeep, what's going to happen is, is that when this happens, we're going to flock up to Colorado with you and hang out with you for a couple days. And after Woo! all that has passed, then we're going to like leave because we don't want any of those assholes over there. Yeah, totally. No, I get that. I'll just come with you. I'm not saying that the entire state of Colorado is assholes. Just I'm most of them. I, it, it wasn't even most of them. It was just the rich and powerful who, are, who inevitably are going to be there. because this No, is yeah, I, I, I agree. I totally caught that part. Yeah, I'm, I'm and this, with you on that. I'm reading the, the, intr- the thing it has on Boulder, and it's actually mentioning um, the Denver airport and tunnels underneath the Denver airport and that it will be packed with military. Wow. I and, wouldn't. I'm not surprised. And I, I don't know why that wasn't under the Denver entry, but it's under the Boulder entry. Where they got them flipped. Where's the closest city to us? To us, where we are right now? Yeah. Uh, that would be this city right here. Oh, man. Is the closest city to us, where we are. Uh, <laughs> it says there's going to be a lot of high winds. Um, there's going to be a lot of geological movement, like earthquakes. Um, it seems like she's suggesting that mountains are just going to sprout up out of the ground um, and it's going to make a bunch of buildings collapse because there's going to be a lot of earthquakes and mountains forming. Um, so okay. that's a problem. I hope that the mountain doesn't form under my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's like right um, next to, like, do you think rent will go up? Maybe. Eh, probably rent's going to go down if like most people die. Sweet. I don't think yep. rent's even going to be a thing if we go through this cataclysmic well, event. If I survive, I need to make sure I can pay my bills. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important. Bills schmills. Bills schmills. Once the, wor- once the world goes through a cataclysmic event, none of that matters because society will ultimately degrade and we'll all be like, well, we have to help each other survive. Forget the... Forget all this, you know crap about like paying bills and stuff we need to like keep humanity going we just got to do stuff right I yeah mean, tell it to I my think. landlord or we'll just kill each other or we'll just kill each other i'm well, really excited i'm really excited for when the uh for when the currency turns into bottle caps Ooh, yeah <laughs> oh yeah i mean I to be fair thousand stored already i wouldn't kill any of you just so you know Oh, thanks. Yeah, I appreciate cool. that, That's Sakeef. Good. That's it, good to know. It, it's because he's not here. If it came to it... Oh, if he yeah. was here. Oh, you'd be dead, Curtis. <laughs> Specifically. Yes, Curtis, Curtis would go first. Don't worry. I have, I have plans. Um, I, I also have a map here that you can find on the website. It'll show everywhere that's flooding. Um, a whole fuck ton of Europe and, and uh, like where Europe and Asia meet. That that whole area is getting flooded, like all of Eastern Europe and and Western Asia. Um, uh, pretty much all of India is getting flooded. Most of Australia, uh, all all but the very eastern bit of Australia is being flooded. Um, a good chunk of South America is underwater. Um, a lot of like a main a good chunk a smaller but good chunk of the continental United States is underwater. It looks like we're gonna lose like Kentucky and uh. Ohio, poor, poor which, Florida. You know we're going to lose Florida again. These are all not huge losses. Yep, I'm I'm very confused California? why California is not actually very flooded. 
that was my point. Aren't they yeah. like always in constant fear of like breaking off though? It's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you Yep. Um now there I imagine there are some uh discrepancies on those websites. For instance, I can go to this other map and and click uh now in Knoxville, Kentucky, and it's it's not saying that it's gonna be completely underwater, even though on this other map it was completely underwater. So maybe there's some there's some rifts within the Zeta Talk website itself about exactly what's gonna happen. Maybe the alien said one thing one day to Nancy and then a different thing another day. Um but it's definitely interesting to check out. You should definitely go here and, and look up areas near where you are, see what you should do. Maybe there will be a water shrine there. That's maybe that's why you're seeing that discrepancy. A water shrine. Oh Legend my, of Zelda. Oh mm. my god, it's gonna be a huge water park. It's gonna be great. Oh yeah, Legend of Zelda. I mean, yeah, that too. But I was also kind of thinking along the lines of like Final Fantasy X, like you know, like okay, yeah, that makes but, sense. But also, I think we're the yes. only two on the podcast that's gonna get that. Uh yeah, maybe. But guys, I appreciate that. Guys, water park. I'm gonna need my heavy boots. Water park, water yeah. Park. Yeah. Water park. It's a fun great. land. It'll be a fun land. <laughs> I mean, there's just floating corpses everywhere. <laughs> Kentucky's never been fun before, so come down to Kentucky. We got water now. <laughs> We're the ocean now. Winston Orm. <laughs> there's nothing here but ocean water. Oceanfront. Do you like Property. the sea? Because <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> So, um, one place I noticed is, uh, so I'm from Arkansas. It's where I right grew up. It. Um, so I checked out, um, what's going on in Arkansas and, and there's two spots, um, sort of like the Eastern parts of Arkansas and, and the central part. Um, Nancy Leiter's really worried about it, uh, flooding due to the Mississippi river. Um, and she says these flood surges will not be gentle. So escape in a boat which would Oh, so so escape in a boat which would capsize and tumble in the roisterous waves is not likely. Um again, I'm not sure about that word roisterous. But anyway, uh so so central Arkansas is not really great. However, up in the Ozarks, which is kind of in northwest Arkansas, uh isn't that that new Netflix show? The Ozarks? <laughs> is that a Netflix show? It is. It's called it's called Ozark, and it's not about this, I don't believe. But anyway, continue. It's not about the pole shift and Nibiru approaching the Earth. Well, it's it. I I also don't believe it's about these mountains. I have not seen the show, but it's about like Jason Bateman, like, uh, like, uh, what's the word? Embezzling money. Uh, from Arkansas. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Proceed. Well, the Ozarks. Um, are some hills in the nor- northwest part of the state. Um, she, she says that um, it's going to be high up enough that it's not going to flood, and it's not really that well-known of a location, so it's not going to be that crowded. Um, and she says the inhabitants in general of this area are simple folk who have not forgotten how to live off the land. Um, <laughs> so this might not be a bad location, you can go up to Fayetteville. It's kind of a nice little town there. Um, it's the most liberal part of Arkansas, so that's nice. Which is not saying a whole lot, but it is something. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Never mind. Really bad joke. Um, really and bad it joke. Is, and, and according to uh, Zeta Talk and Nancy Leiter, it is going to be uh, a good, safe place. Uh, 
both during the pole shift and afterwards. They can teach so, us how to live off the land. We could live yeah. off the land. So are you going home then during this uh during this uh whole If I start seeing craziness? Nibiru in the skies, I'm going straight there. Now <laughs> I'm from more of central Arkansas, closer to the rivers. Um so I won't be going there. You want to bunker down here with me, Brendan? Joe, we can figure something out. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, when we see it, we'll be like, okay, we're not going to work today. We're going to figure something out here and come up with a game plan. Let's stop and get some food first. That's a good <laughs> stop and get some food. I'm going to spend my life savings on lots of canned food. Uh, let's also tape down everything in the apartment so if things do start to shift, things don't just like crash into the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Velcro. Um, we need Velcro everywhere. So again, this map is really detailed. You can look at, um, and you should definitely check it out. You, you can look at all kinds of countries. Most of Africa is covered. Uh, most of South America. Pretty much all of um, the white parts of the world, which is a little racist. but uh, You said Japan was going to be fine, right? Japan. Yeah, let's see what she says about Japan. I need my anime. Japan does not fare well <laughs> during no. pole shifts. <laughs> that exacerbate continental drift, the tendency of the continents to equalize around the globe. It sits on the edge of plates that will experience compression and plate movement. Disastrous for Japan during this coming severe pole shift. Riddled with active and inactive volcanoes, Japan will find that tidal waves are the least of her worries, as volcanoes that violently explode will eradicate almost all life on these islands. Fuck, they're not going to finish My Hero Academia Season 2. Yeah, Japan's fucked. Fuck. Yeah. Um it I so I guess after it calms down you could go back there, but uh Joe, you could restart the anime scene. It doesn't Dude, look good. Don't you tempt me. Uh looks like so, Madagascar so, is gonna flood a lot. Many people are gonna be washed out to sea and drown, which is really depressing. Um sorry, where where are they gonna be drowned out from? Madagascar. What, what, Madagascar, okay. I was going to make one more comment on Japan. Um, and that's, um, so you said basically everybody's going to die in Japan during the. Literally, event. yes. It said. But you also said. No that, life will remain. You also said that it'll like gain 50 feet of elevation and it'll actually end up being safer after this event or something like that. Well, like after the event is over, everywhere is just like back to being fine. So. Oh, sure. Okay. But yeah, it is going right. to gain 150 feet elevation. I mean geographically everything will go back to being fine the people who are on that area may not be fine they may not go back to being alive but i mean but also they might not go back to being a normal person they might i mean this is like a this is like an apocalyptic event yeah. and yeah. after apocalyptic events uh people change just a bit just a bit oh people i need wait i need a duster change. What? it's very important to have a duster in the apocalypse that's true Everything's all dusty. Gotta yeah, clean you, it yeah, off. You look like that sweet cowboy rolling into town. <laughs> um, so that's all we'll talk about specifically about locations and what they'll happen. If you have any more uh, curiosities, you can check them out yourself. Um, so a little bit of information on Nancy and Nancy Leiter and uh, where she gets some of these theories and um, how long she's been doing this. Uh, she first came onto the scene in 1995. That's when she founded the Zeta Talk website. Um, she started really gaining a lot of popularity in 1997. Uh, there was a notable comet passing by the Earth at that time, the Hale-Bopp comet. 
I think that's how you pronounce it. It's such a it could funny be ha- name. It could be Haley Bop. <laughs> Haley Bop. The Bop is definitely a Bop, but it could be <laughs> Haley or Hale. I'm not really sure. Um, is it a Bop or is it a Boop? It, no, it's, it's a Bop. bop. Oh, man. H-A-L-E dash B-O-P-P. Um, I think I saw this comment when I was a kid. It was in 1997. I was alive then. If you were alive then and looking at things at night, you might have seen this comment. It was I mean, I, it was fairly notable in the night sky. Um, I, so I it, was kind, it was kind of a big like, deal. I think the rest of us were like three years old, so I don't you think we remember it. 97 is when the comment passed by. Yeah, I was like three. Well, yeah, I didn't. You're all I little babies. I don't recall this, but I don't remember most man. things when I was three. So Same. So um, she claimed that the comet was just a distraction uh, from the impending events of Nibiru. Um, Space was trying to distract us. Right. And that's kind of how she capitalized on, on that event. And because it was like a fancy space thing happening in the sky and because not everyone accepts scientific explanations for things, um, a lot of people lashed onto uh, her explanation for what was going on. And that's... Um, what really jump-started her popularity. Um, and, like, these were the early days of the internet, and she was uh, early to found a conspiracy website. So yep, that's worth noting also. Um, originally, she did have a date the world was supposed to end um, when originally Nibiru was supposed to come close to Earth and all that stuff I described was supposed to happen. Um, and that was on May 27th, 2003. Oh, well, that didn't happen. Yeah, you might remember it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, I think you guys were old enough then to remember not dying. I Yeah, I would think it so. It sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. The not dying. Yeah, the not dying. Yep. Wait, did you die? I don't think so. All right, just making I, sure. Yeah, I think I made it. Um, I mean, I suffered a head injury, but I didn't die. In, in May of 2003? May May twenty seventh well, two thousand three. You hit your okay, head. Okay, so I didn't hit my head in May twenty seventh, but I did hit my head in two thousand three or two thousand two. Yeah. It's kind of hard. You've to probably remember. hit your head every single year of your life, Sakif. It's probably <laughs> no. True. I, I, this I, was I like have. a really bad head world. injury. Oh, is this serious? Yeah, this was like serious, like like a, fracturing the left side of my skull. Serious. Theoretically, Sakif could have felt something, and that really threw him off That's balance, true. and he did hurt yeah. himself here. Maybe you're just more in tune with space. Maybe there was just a maybe. pole shift within you, Sakif. That's Ooh. yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I uh, pole shifted. <laughs> um, so obviously that didn't happen. Um, but lighter had developed a fair following. And um, so a lot of people were convinced this was going to happen uh, in 2003. And um, she even advised her like followers um, and did this herself. She advised them to euthanize their pets in in advance of the pole shift so that they wouldn't have to go through this horror. Yeah. You you gotta be humane. Um, And reportedly she euthanized her own dogs. That is wow. Oh. That is a terrible thing to be wrong about. Yeah. Yeah. Is this where the sad part comes in? Because that's the saddest thing I've heard so far. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. This is the sad part. Yeah. This is really sad. Um. After this didn't happen, she uh. Whoopsie doodles. Right. Kind of whoopsie doodles. She came out and said that she was actually just joking. Um, wow, you you can't do no. that. Oh, Not that she was just gosh. joking, but that she was at she was lying to confuse the establishment. Um, 
purposefully so that it would throw off the establishment and make them think that the world was going to end when it wasn't because the the governments of the world are listening so closely to Nancy Leiter. Yeah, when you kill says. enough dogs, you know, obviously the government's going to listen. Mm-hmm. No, but like but like that's not even like a th- like like that's not even like too far fetched like yeah. like actual conspiracy theorists like like I've heard like I've seen talks on the internet from conspiracy theorists and they like pre- like like they start the event with like I'm sorry that this was so late notice but they were on my back they were coming so I had to I I had to make sure I had to throw that off we the trail. that we did this event without too much prior knowledge. <laughs> wow. What? Um. Did she get sued by chance by anyone? Like I I I feel like somebody would have been like I euthanized my dog because of you. I'm suing you for emotional damages or something like that. You know. I don't know if you can like sue someone for like if someone says hey euthanize your dog and then you do it like i i don't know i don't know that's a good question um i don't know if you can sue someone for that but uh i imagine she has a lot of like big conspiracy leaders have at some point in their lives seen legal battles um because they they spout out things that sound crazy to a lot of people um i didn't read about any huge legal battles she had specifically um and i didn't hear about anything specifically about the dog thing so you can in fact sue anyone basically for anything yeah that being said if this person like it's 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 so far-fetched for them to actually have won money from her right yes. there's there's you can sue someone for anything but there's the issue of actually exactly being successful in your suit and finding Get a lawyer a will dog she did later say that she actually euthanized her dog because it was being aggressive. But at the time, she claimed she was euthanizing her dog because of the oncoming pole shift. So she kind of changed her story. Give away the dog. Don't just euthanize it. Uh, but so she does claim to know when the pole shift will happen. She does claim that the Zetas are telling her. But she does not. She wants to now keep it a secret because... Um, she believes that if she lets this information out, then the establishment will be able to trap people in dangerous places to die during the pole shift. I don't know why the establishment would want to just kill off everybody, but that's that's her fear. Survival of the fittest. Leave the rich and powerful alive. Um, Although, to be fair, if it's just the rich and powerful alive, who else is going to work for them right. or do their bidding? Richness so. yeah. is nothing when there's no poorness. Exactly. Yeah. It's just being. It's just being. <laughs> um, originally, uh, Lighter referred to Nibiru only as Planet X. Um, this changed after she read a book called The Twelfth Planet by a man named Zachariah Sitchin. The book describes a planet named Nibiru, and that passes by Earth every 3,500 years. Um, in this in this book, and, and this is supposed to be nonfiction, this uh, Zachariah Sitchin is also, um, or was, he's dead now, um, a conspiracy believer himself. Uh, an advanced race lives on this planet, and um, it interacts with the Earth as it passes by, and these are supposedly the ancient aliens that um, the History Channel will tell you about, like that helped build the pyramids and, and, and whatnot. Okay, so that advanced i mean a lot of people 
say that's very different things though like yes are they are are they like lizard people or they're not lizard people um specifically uh, i can't remember specifically what it talks about but it does uh mention a specific race that interacted with with a specific culture at the time um there's like three or four like main alien groups right there's the norse there's the the grays there is the lizard folk and i can't remember the last one that's more than i knew so you got that going for you yeah this is i believe it's called the anuki um, is is the names of the aliens, and they interacted with early civilizations to uh, Anunnaki. Anunnaki is a race of extraterrestrials um, from Nibiru uh, who who came to Earth to interact with uh, early societies and and help their technologies and whatnot. And it's every thirty five hundred years. Yeah, every thirty five hundred years. Interesting though. Um, so Sitchin died in twenty ten. Before he died. Uh, he did deny any connect- connection of his work to Leiter's claims. So he did not buy into what Leiter was saying. And the connections that Leiter is making is completely her own. And so he is not on board with what she's saying. Okay, so these are just two people who are talking about a very similar thing, mm-hmm. but they're not connected. Right, and she, Leiter heard about Planet X, supposedly from the Zetas, and then read about Nibiru and then made that connection herself. Okay. And so theoretically, um, according to her, there, there could be an intelligent civilization living on Nibiru. All right. And according to her, theoretically, this pole shift happens, I guess, every 3,500 years. Sure. That's cool. I'm, I'm more interested and want to know more about the things that live on Nibiru than actually what's going to happen to our planet. Yeah. Does that make me... Well, then you should read the book called The Twelfth Planet by a man named Zacharias Sitchin. Okay. <laughs> and he'll tell you all about it. Definitely. <laughs> I'm in. Um, the reason... So I mentioned earlier that this is impending. Um, and that is connected to... Due to the total solar eclipse that's about to happen. Um, coming up just this Monday, uh, the, the 21st of August, there's going to be this huge... Solar eclipse across the continental United States. You guys have probably heard of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it you know, actually. It's pretty... Sorry. Ahead. Actually, here in Colorado, um, I uh, was hearing that um, people are actually getting their uh, like reservations or something like that canceled for hotels and uh, or for like trap for like car for like cars and stuff like that. Um, because of the solar eclipse and it's like they're canceled like companies are canceling reservations and stuff like that because like it's like these people like reserved it like way in advance and like it was like a small price and then they're like oh by the way we're canceling it because they could sell it to somebody else who wants to spend like a ton more money on it just to watch the solar eclipse pretty sure that's illegal i've heard something similar to that though uh also like hotels like between utah and i think arkansas are really booked up too because it's supposed to be like the perfect spot to see it yeah Arkansas, um, they, it, it will not be a good spot, but that's beside the point. Um, but that's yeah, that's messed up. That, that's 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 wrong, and there yeah. is probably some legal gray area where they can make that happen. Um, but yeah, I can see why someone would do that. Um, so similar to how the Hale Bop comet back in 1997 um gave fuel to uh the legitimacy of Nibiru, um, the solar eclipse is doing so 
again right now. So this is kind of like a current events thing. And um, there, you know, there are people who really believe like this is coming, this is impending, and that the solar eclipse is evidence of these things that are changing in the world and the celestial bodies around us. Um, to my knowledge, Lighter herself has not claimed a specific connection to this solar eclipse. She still remains uh, ambiguous about when it will specifically happen. Um, though a man named David Mead is literally claiming the September 23rd date. Um, and let me just read you a little bit about his justification. Uh, he has dubbed his justification, the 33 convergence where a string of coincidences all include the number 33. Okay. When the eclipse begins on August 21st, the sunrise will be dark. Just as Isaiah predicts. And he's like, he likes the Bible a lot. I can, I can already tell. <laughs> Just as Isaiah predicts. The moon involved is called a black moon. These occur about every 33 months. In the Bible, the divine name of Elohim appears 33 times in Genesis. The eclipse will start in Lincoln Beach, Oregon, the 33rd state, and end on the 33rd degree of Charleston, <laughs> South Carolina. Such a solar eclipse has not occurred since 1918, which is 99 years or 33 times three years ago. <laughs> and so 33 days after the U.S. total solar eclipse on the 23rd of September uh, is when this will start. And he says the stars will align just as the book of Revelation says they will before the world ends. And this is indeed an amazing omen and a frightful sign. People like to connect things. 33. Yeah, makes sense. 33. That all adds up. So that is the, uh, the current justification for what's happening. And, and I, I read an article and it had one of those spots uh, at the bottom where it says, like, what are people saying about this? And you can click on, like, people's Twitters. And, like, there's a fair amount of people who are, like, like, in their Twitter description, we'll say, like, Nibiru. Like, Hasht it's coming. Hashtag Nibiru. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, was, I looked at two of these people in particular. Um, one of them was a man, a father. Okay. He, his profile picture was split. Half of it was his baby wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Um, the other half was him wearing... Again, make America great again. And he was holding two like assault rifles crossed across his chest. Um, and he was wearing the anonymous mask. Um, Sounds like a freedom-loving individual. He was super into Nibiru. I, I'm not surprised. And the impending ruin of the world. Um, it's unclear if these people believe if the pole shift is going to happen or if Nibiru is just going to fucking smash into earth, which is again, still a significant belief or if they don't really know what's going to happen. So I don't know if this guy thinks his baby's about to die or not. I feel like this guy is giving off some really conflicting signs with his pick with his profile picture, you know, like I don't. Yeah. I think they're pretty much all in the same horribly racist tone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean like, I mean like, you know, he's got a make America great again, hat and assault rifles. Sure. But then he's got the anonymous mask on. Yeah, those guys are all super fucking racist. Yeah, they are. He also oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're well, like 
technically anonymous is not really like a single group of people. It's just anyone on the fucking internet who feels like being cool. Um, but true. a whole lot of people on 4chan are really fucking racist. Not to mention the mask, the symbol of the mask is to, you know, inside rebellion. So like it, it all adds up that that all goes together. Yep. And, you know, they could just really enjoy that movie. Be for Vendetta. Be for Vendetta. Great graphic novel. Well, uh, thank you for enlightening me. I didn't know that. Yeah. Though. Anyway. Um, the other, so as, as sort of a counter to this, I found another profile of someone supporting Nibiru, claiming that Nibiru is going to happen. He's posting videos about flooding that's going around in places in the world and, um, and about how it doesn't make sense because there's not enough rainfall there for it to be flooding that much. Um, and so he doesn't know where this water is coming from. And I think his insinuation is that strange gravities are pulling this water here. The um, sky. Yeah, from the sky. Oh. Um, but he uh, suggested he was affiliated with Antifa, which stands for anti-fascist, which is like a militant leftist group um, that stands against Nazis and fascism and, and, and racism. Uh, that's usually good. To, to violent means. Um, okay, that's, that's less bad. good. You know. Uh, and... So, so that's like sort of the other. And on one side, we have a, a super conservative guy holding guns, and another guy, we have a guy claiming to be with Antifa. On the very like, these two people would shoot each other in the streets. Um, but, but they both agree. Of them but they agree. Agree on Nibiru that it's coming. And so this is this will unite our country. Right. We think <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is the thing. This um, is how we make one people. Nibiru. Nibiru. When the the destruction of the fucking earth. Yeah. When the world's fucked. If everyone would be dead, they'd all be united in death. That's true. That's true. That's very true, yeah. <laughs> um, and his profile picture was just some anime shit, so. Hey, that's us, Keith. That's us. <laughs> um, <laughs> another fun fact about Nancy Leiter is, uh, and I don't know, I read this on some sites uh, that had information about her, but I couldn't find anywhere where she said it herself. But apparently when she was first receiving messages from the Zetas and she wasn't sure what was happening, right? So she, literally she started hearing voices in her head. And she's not, she's not completely convinced. But then she goes to the movies and she, has, she buys uh, a bag of Starbursts and all the Starbursts in this bag are individually wrapped. But then she pulls a Starburst out and it's unwrapped. Whoa. Can confirm. And that convinced her. That was the inciting thing for her to be like, yeah, this shit's real. I just found an unwrapped Starburst, and it should have been wrapped. Do you know what movie she was watching? I don't. Armageddon. Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's probably too early for that, but yeah. This entire movie kind of sounds like uh, the movie Signs. Yeah. Starring uh, Nicolas Cage and uh, Rose Byrne, weird combo there. What? What? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, like those people just aren't in that movie. They are in that movie. Signs by M Night Shyamalan. Sorry, Shyamalan. not not si numbers. No, 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 knowing. Sorry, it's called knowing. Okay, knowing. There you go. That does star Nicolas knowing. Cage. <laughs> it stars Nicolas Cage and uh, Rose Byrne. You're right. I was wrong. Um, <laughs> Shyamalan loves Nicolas Cage. What are you talking about? But uh, I mean, it's it's sort of based on the same thing to where like like there's this kids and they know things and it's this whole big long number sequence and it all sort of adds up to giant events that are happening and uh yeah and then everyone dies except for two kids 
spoilers. Uh, we should have said that first. I think I've read the synopsis of that movie, and it yeah, it's pretty weird. It's it's a pretty bad movie. Yeah, I, many I, Nicolas Cage films are. It's not true. all of them. Many of Just them most. are. <laughs> Vampire's Kiss is a good one to check out if you want to laugh, if you want to chuckle. Uh, anyway, um, something similar to the idea of Nibiru, um, that uh, some actual scientists have proposed. Uh, is like called the nemesis theory. And basically how this theory works is that there is a star that moves oh, that's not in our solar system, but sometimes it moves near our solar system close enough to disturb what's called the Oort cloud. And the Oort cloud is like out beyond all the planets, out beyond even Pluto. There's just this huge cloud and it's fucking massive of just space junk. That's just kind of caught in the orbit around the sun very distantly. Um, and so the idea here is that this star, which they've named Nemesis, uh, gets close enough to the, to the Oort cloud to disturb it and send a bunch of this junk into the solar system. And that this could explain um, several sort of cyclical occurrences of mass extinctions on Earth where like big asteroids have struck earth a whole bunch of times um and so that's a theory that um is kind of similar has like a star moving throughout uh space and causing destruction on earth um this supposedly it only happens every 27 million years um the evidence for it is also not rock solid um it's just kind of guesswork and and it's something that some scientists think are like okay maybe and others are like uh probably not um, but it's an interesting thing that's kind of along the same lines in a, uh, in a legitimate scientific, uh, viewpoint. Um, this, his idea came about, uh, by a man named Richard Muller, uh, in 1984. Um. Are you related? No. I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, my grandfather's name was Richard, though. But it wasn't him. Anyway, uh... The idea is also that this is like that the sun needs a counterpoint counterpart that other stars very similar to our sun have uh, like twins that have grown with them and are in like a binary star system with. And so some scientists wonder, like, where's our binary star then? And so this is a possible explanation of like, here's our binary star that comes in every once in a while and throws a bunch of asteroids into the center of the solar system. Uh, but this is this is distinctly separate from Nancy Leiter's mm-hmm. beliefs um, and from popular Nibiru beliefs. So that that's true fact then. Um, that's sorry. that's like a like true the, the, theory that actual well, uh, people in colleges talk about. Well, oh, it's a theory that stars have a twin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's also a, that's something that um, astronomers have have noticed that um, stars like our sun often have twins, um, and so they wonder okay. where's the twin of our sun. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. That all right? I could I could see why people would believe that. Yeah. In in this like in or you know connect that dot actually you know because sure where where is the second sun that we theoretically should have because it has a twin, right? Right. And and this has given fuel to uh conspiracy Nibiru beliefs because some some people believe that Nibiru is also 
a twin of the sun. Um, And that that's part of the reason why we can't see it is because like it and the sun are just so close together and they're orbiting. And so we just see it as like one sun. Sure. So Uh, if it, well, if we take Nancy, uh, right? Nancy's Nancy's Nancy lighter, Nancy lighter. If we take her theory and replace Nibiru being like a solid mass planet with the idea of Nibiru being a twin sun, I mean, it would actually just mean that the Earth just dies right there, right? It depends on how close it gets. I mean, from from how you're how you were speaking, it seemed like it was getting pretty close to the point where, like, I mean, like if it's having that much of an influence on the planet, I would assume the heat of Nibiru would, you know, essentially eradicate a good chunk of the planet. I mean, from, being, could, from it, making that. Close. It's realistic that it could get fairly close and still just have mainly a gravitational impact. Um, but you're right; the heat would uh, affect it, and I don't know if that's something that she's taken into account in her calculations of of what the fuck's gonna happen. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that she doesn't say uh, Nibiru is a is the like a sun; it's a planet. So, yeah, and. It's 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 unclear even among people who say like it's a star and then one minute they'll say it's a planet. There's some mention that it might not even be spherical, that it's in some like double helix shape that's kind of bizarre. Um it it's not solid, uh, as is with a lot of conspiracies. Um Yeah, a lot of the facts don't line up all the way through. <laughs> not only that, uh, <laughs> like the followers all have differing opinions. Correct. Uh, All right. just, just a little cleanup here. Something notable. Uh, I, I mentioned that uh, Lighter became very popular due to the, the Hale or Haley Bop comet. Um, this comet also triggered a mass suicide of 39 people in the Heaven's Gate cult you might have heard about. Um, they believed that there was a UFO coming behind the comet to take them all the way, so they all killed each other, mm-hmm. killed themselves, um, so they could get onto the UFO and, and go into space. I guess you have to be dead to do that. So okay, um, that was also you know a conspiracy based event that happened around the same time that maybe gave uh, some sort of weight to what Nancy was saying among people who believe that sort of thing. I'm glad we ended on a uh, a Pause. sad note there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, just mark your calendars, uh, September twenty third. Uh, September twenty third. Ah, oh, I have to work that day. Unless it's, yeah, not, I, I wouldn't go to work. Unless it's not that day, right? Unless, unless, unless this other guy is wrong. Not, yeah. Unless, unless he's wrong, right? Um, because lighter is not given us a time. Yeah. Um. Also, it's worth noting all these people are batshit crazy, <laughs> and nothing's gonna happen. Um. World's gonna keep on spinning. World's gonna be happy when we're all dead. It's whatever. NASA's been been. This is another conspiracy. NASA's been fighting for a while. Uh, I'm not surprised because if there were a huge fucking planet or star just extra in our solar system, that would just all the time gravitationally mess up everything, Um, right? And things would not be the way they are. And and you're right, Sakif. Like you were pointing out, like wouldn't all this stuff just get messed up? 
way earlier. And like, yes. Why, why you got to like, put yes. logic into this? And and those motions. Yeah, I'm I the was, straight shooter. I know. Those motions I was saying, like the Earth going through, makes no sense at all. It makes no sense that some planet gets near Earth, had, makes it wobble a whole bunch, then makes the Earth stop completely, then makes the Earth slightly turn a little bit to the left, then <laughs> makes it spin upside down. Like, that's just not how physics works. The thing is, is that Nibiru is not a planet, guys. That's not a moon. It's a space station. Ooh. Ah! And it's the aliens on it. The aliens. Yeah. All They're right. gonna like beam up a lighter and then she's gonna be like, fuck you guys. Bye. Hey. <laughs> I'm the only one. But then But then where did uh where did the aliens come from then? From the They're just from, from that the, planet. From I don't the know. From space. space station. No, interestingly, the aliens that Nancy, the the Zeta the Zetas, uh, like she does not claim they're from Nibiru. She just says they're from fucking somewhere else in space. Which is kind of interesting. All right. Yeah. They're okay. all fucking crazy. Sure. Yep. Okay. Well, that was that was interesting. <laughs> that was a uh... And I I I I mean, I don't like calling people crazy um because I think everyone deserves to have a say uh in in reality and everyone should have their perspective within reason uh given a chance. Um but also, I think that reality has a lot to say, and and fairness and morality has a lot to say, and and what justification we give to perspectives. Um, so that's why I'm calling them crazy, just like I call racists crazy. <laughs> so, um, if you are working on the twenty third, or if you have plans or something, then you should definitely not cancel those things because of Nibiru. Well, and you should still go do those things. What's important to know as well is, is that this is when it starts. And this is like a... I didn't like a month-long process. Yeah, I was going to say, it's about yeah. like a month-long process. I didn't do the math there. but Unless you prescribed the theory of Nibiru just crashing into Earth, in which it is <laughs> not a month-long process. Yeah, it's it is just, very brief. It's game over. <laughs> no, it could just be very slowly crashing into Earth. Or you just get it all done right away. Slowly pushing through. <laughs> <laughs> anyway guys uh thanks for listening to us um you could find our podcast on soundcloud itunes stitcher and google play uh i mean you found us somehow so if you don't like the player you're listening to find a new player <laughs> um uh you can also uh if uh find us on social media at mwrcast on facebook and twitter you can find us on our website molderisright.wordpress.com if you want to email us about your thoughts or uh, maybe an, an idea for us to follow up on um, you can email us at molderwasrightcast at gmail.com uh, if you like the music check out Christian Tadino on SoundCloud he's a pretty awesome dude and uh, he, uh, he likes the publicity so oh, and he did this for free don't forget about our anchor yes and check out our anchor um, it's some short form stuff. Uh, we're going to be posting our final thoughts about this topic in a couple days. So if you really want to hear us sum up our final thoughts as well. What is Anchor, Brendan? Anchor is an app that you can download. Um, it's for most smartphone devices. And uh, it's very much just kind of like short form podcasting. So if you're into listening to us talk about things, um, definitely check it out. Uh, we post there at least twice a week. Uh, we might be posting more. Uh, they're pretty, they're like on, a minute long. They're pretty short. A little bit longer than that. Okay, well, it ranges anywhere from like a minute to about seven or eight minutes. But 
Anyway, uh, yeah, if you if you like this content that we're producing, um, check us out on Anchor, and you can also you mean leave this us art we're creating. This this art we're, that Which, we're creating. Thanks for your content support, guys. Yes. the minds we are shaping. Um, you can also uh, give us a review on any one of those uh, podcast platforms if you so choose. It really helps us out. Uh, so definitely do that if you feel so inclined. Once again, we appreciate your listenership every week. Wake up, sheeple! What in the hell happened?